welcome to this episode of Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. I am Gary and Thorne, and we are breaking down everything you need to know for Wednesday, August 25th, and the 10-game featured slate that gets going just past 7 p.m. Eastern Time over on DraftKings. Want to remind you guys before we get into anything on this show, this is the final week of DFS. MLB content on Mayo Media Network. Our last video will be for the August 31st slate, but you guys can still follow me at Gary and Thorne. Check out all my written content over at DraftKings Playbook. I'll have you covered for the remainder of the baseball season, but Mayo Media Network not stopping with the fantasy content. They will have every angle of the football season covered, so a lot of videos still coming your way on this channel. All right, we've got DFS to talk about. We've got some DraftKings sportsbook bets I like for Wednesday, but let's start with prize picks. If you guys head over to prizepicks.com and use the promo code MMNMLB, you can have your first deposit matched up to $100. It is a no-brainer, so go do that and then possibly Tail me on these two plays for Wednesday's slate. These are both plays in the afternoon portion of Wednesday's MLB schedule, so make sure to get these in early. Do it right now. Pause this video after I reveal them. Come back, obviously, but get these picks in early. Okay. Whit Merrifield. That's where we're going to start. Merrifield's actually been hitting pretty well as of late. He's had multi-hit games several times the past two weeks. However... I will take him to go under five and a half fantasy points in his matchup against Lance McCullers Jr. And a big reason for that is right-handed hitters have had a heck of a time hitting McCullers so far in 2021. In fact, RHBs have combined to go 180 with just a 247 WOBA against McCullers in 2021. His strikeout rate is also much higher against right-handed batters than it is against left-handed batters. And also, while five and a half fantasy points doesn't seem like much for Merrifield, and obviously he is someone who can do this on the base paths as well as with the bat in his hand, so a little bit of, a lot of ways where he can attack this and get over this number, he still just hasn't hit right-handed pitching all that well. He's got an 86 WRC+, plus in right-on-right matchups so far this season. And since the beginning of July, no extra base pop. Like, none whatsoever. A .054 isolated power. And that's a span of 199 plate appearances. So, it's getting to the point where I'd like to see Whit Merrifield hit a home run. He's kind of like Nicky Lopez right now. It's it's weird having them bat 1-2 in that Royals lineup. Anyway, under 5.5 fantasy points for Merrifield in a tough matchup against Lance McCullers. On the other side, I would like Jonathan Scope to go over seven fantasy points. In fact, I would like it so much because that is one of my picks on Wednesday. We've talked a lot about Scope and his ability to hit left-handed pitching so far this season. I will regurgitate some numbers. He is hitting 343 with a 163 WRC plus against left-handed pitching. The Tigers will draw John Lester on Wednesday afternoon. I just don't have a lot of confidence in Lester. Scope's going to be hitting in the top third of Detroit's batting order. This might be a five-plate appearance afternoon for Scope. 
I think he's able to get over seven fantasy points in his preferred handedness split. So scope over seven, Merrifield under five and a half, and that's going to do it for prize picks as we head on over to DraftKings and that aforementioned 10 game featured slate, which starts, which locks at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. It's a 10 game slate. We have some of the highest quality pitching that I can remember on a slate of this size. Let me just run down some of these names. Brandon Woodruff, Zach Wheeler, possibly you Darvish, although it was also possible he was going to pitch on Tuesday. We'll see what happens. Could be Blake Snell for the Padres, and make sure to watch out for that. Walker Bueller, Luis Castillo, Robbie Ray, Shohei Otani, Lucas Giolito. That's a huge, huge... Remember, there's only 20 starting pitchers on this slate. We've already got like 10 that are basically all-stars. This is a really good pitching slate, and what that does, the sort of ripple effect of having that much talent on a single slate this size you get some really insane value on a couple of these guys. And I think the one you have to start with, favorite of the pod, Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray is $8,900 on this slate. The last time Robbie Ray checked in below 9K on a slate was June the 1st. Ironically, that's exactly when he started just becoming the greatest pitcher in the American League, I guess. Going back to the start of June, Robbie Ray leads the American League in ERA and strikeout rate. It's a span of 15 starts where he has a 2.22 ERA, a 2.81 FIP, a .99 whip. Robbie Ray has a whip below one. The guy who used to walk everybody, a whip below one since the beginning of June, and a 32.2% strikeout rate. Obviously, this is not his ideal matchup. The White Sox come in to Tuesday with a 111 WRC plus against left-handed pitching. That's the fourth best mark in all of baseball. Maybe Tim Anderson is out again for this contest. That would obviously hurt the White Sox, but it's not a great matchup. However, Ray has had a great start against the White Sox already in 2021. And again, he's ridiculously cheap. And there's a good case to be made that he's been one of the best pitchers in baseball since the start of June. So at this price, I just can't ignore him. You're going to have to get some exposure to Robbie Ray, even in a matchup that isn't necessarily ideal. Right under Robbie Ray, Shohei Otani is $8,700. You thought Ray's stats were crazy recently? Well, Otani's past six starts. 1.88 ERA, excuse me, 1.58 ERA, can't even read my own writing, 2.35 FIP, and he's holding opponents to a 218 Woba. Now, the only knock you could possibly have against Otani in this span of time is that his strikeout rate has gone from super elite to just slightly above average. He's got a 25% strikeout rate in this six-start stretch. However, while the strikeouts have gone down slightly, he's just not walking anyone anymore, and that was the only knock on Otani to begin the season. In fact, he's averaging 9.3 strikeouts for every walk in this six-start span. Now, the fastball velocity has gone down a little bit from early in the season. He stopped using his fastball as much, probably because he's lost some of this velocity. You would think there's a trickle down here to why the strikeouts 
have decreased slightly, but still, the numbers are elite, even with a 25% strikeout rate, and the matchup is really hard to beat. The Baltimore Orioles, yes, scored a bunch of runs on Tuesday, but they are a team that has a 294 WOBA against right-handed pitching in 2021. That is the third lowest mark in all of baseball, and they're going up against a guy who started the All-Star game for the American League. I think it's a pretty lopsided matchup in Otani's favor. And again, you're getting him at less than $9,000 because there's so many other good pitchers on this slate. And it's a slate that probably we're going to see pretty flat ownership because there are so many great names. Uh, Did want to briefly touch on a cheaper option if you're looking to save a little bit of money. Again, it's going to be hard. I think a lot of people are going to be inclined to use two stud pitchers just considering the depth we have at the top of this particular slate. However, Josiah Gray is in kind of the perfect situation for at least the archetype of pitcher he's proven to be so far in his very brief Major League career. So, $7,900. The ERA, the surface numbers look great from his first six appearances. However, he's got a 670 FIP because he's giving up 3.3 home runs per nine, and he's got a 60.8% fly ball rate, which, I mean, there's there's pros and cons to being an extreme fly ball pitcher, but obviously home runs are one of the cons. I don't want to say he's earned a 3.3 home run per nine, but that's a number you would associate with someone who is an extreme fly ball pitcher to this extent. So why is this a great matchup then? for Josiah Gray. Well, first and foremost, he's averaging 10.5 strikeouts per nine innings, and the Marlins can't stop striking out. Also, the Marlins have no power. Like, almost none. It's kind of crazy. They've got a 140 isolated power against right-handed pitching so far this season. That is 28th in all of baseball, aka the third lowest mark in all of baseball. Also important to note, this game is in Miami. Not a hitter-friendly park. In fact, the Marlins have just a 130 isolated power when playing at home this season. That is the second lowest mark in all of baseball. So if the only knock on Gray is he gives up too many home runs, he's going up against a team that physically cannot hit home runs. I think that's going to work to his advantage on Wednesday. I like Gray a lot at 7,900. And if this were like a six-game slate, where maybe we only had one or two aces, I think Gray would be a really popular play. But because, again, there's so much name value at the top end of this pricing list, I think Gray might slip under the radar a little bit. And it's a great matchup against the Marlins, a reasonable price. I think Gray is super viable on Wednesday. Okay, let's talk stacks. This one might not be the most obvious stack on Wednesday, but again, with so many great pitchers, there's not a ton of places that people are going to be willing to go I'm going to pick on Ryan Yarborough Yarborough, of the Tampa Bay Rays going up against the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Yarborough this season, as you would expect of a soft-tossing left-handed pitcher, has had his issues with right-handed batters. Righties are averaging 1.7 home runs per nine. He's only striking out about 17% of the righties he's faced. And he's got a 4.75 FIP within the split. Yarborough has also given up five or more earned runs in three of his past five appearances. So blow-up potential is certainly in the range of outcomes. And the Phillies just really hit left-handed pitching well. It it didn't start great 
at the beginning of 2021, but the numbers have rapidly gotten better across the last six weeks. And they've got so many right-handed bats that crush left-handed pitching in the top half of this lineup. Obviously, you can still use Bryce Harper if you want to. He's super expensive. He's $6,200. But that might actually be a way to differentiate your Phillies stack because he is so expensive and people generally don't want to use him left on left. However, you've got JT Real Muto, $5,200. He's got a 130 WRC plus against lefties so far this season. Gene Segura is 4,800, 136 WRC plus within the split. Reese Hoskins just came off the IL, had a two home run game not too long ago. He's 4,700, has a 149 WRC plus against left-handed pitching. And then the crown jewel, the guy probably going to hit cleanup or fifth in this game, Andrew McCutcheon, the ageless wonder is $3,600. He has a 175 WRC plus against left-handed pitching so far this season. So insert the names however you want. Alec Baum has even hit lefties pretty well considering the disappointment he's been in his rookie campaign. There's a lot of different ways to attack this Rays pitching staff with this Phillies lineup on Wednesday. And I think, again, it's not necessarily going to be a chalky stack because people don't really like stacking against the Rays. So I like the Phillies a lot. They've got a lot of bats that I like within this split. Okay, before we head out of here, let's talk about some bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook. And we begin with a bet that I tried on Tuesday. It worked again. So I'm going to try it one more time on Wednesday. Why not? Toronto Blue Jays, Chicago White Sox, under eight and a half runs, minus 110 today on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, the White Sox and the Jays have now played five games against each other so far this season. In none of those games has there been more than eight runs scored. All five games have gone to the under. And right now, the Blue Jays specifically are not hitting the baseball. George Springer is out of this lineup, and they have just 11 runs in their past five games combined. They're not hitting. So this is the time to start really going after those unders in Jays games. And again, we've got Robbie Ray, who is the lowest ERA in the American League the past three months, going up against Lucas Giolito, who's been great since the All-Star break. He's got a 2.86 ERA, and he's holding opponents to a 269 WOBA in that span of time. So two really good pitchers, one offense that's certainly not firing on all cylinders, and a trend that really dictates taking the under. So I will. Under eight and a half runs, minus 110 on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Also, Dodgers money line, minus 135. So again, this line is probably going to change depending on who starts this game, but I don't think it's going to change all that much if it's Blake Snell or if it's Hugh Darvish because I have serious question marks about the ability of either right now to face this loaded Los Angeles Dodgers lineup. And I also have no questions about Walker Bueller and his ability to dominate dominate anyone who comes into his path. Bueller, his last eight starts, a 1.33 ERA and a 2.32 FIP. Unsurprisingly, with that guy pitching as well as he has, the Dodgers are 11-4 in Bueller's last 15 starts. Also, the Padres, not exactly coming in on the hottest of streaks. They are 2-8 in their last 10 games, so... Dodgers minus 135. It's rare to see them really priced that close to a pick on the money line. It it never happens. It just so happens they're on the road against a respected, let's say, San Diego team. 
I will take advantage of this number all day. I would bet it even as high as like minus 160, depending on what happens when we get an official starter named in this contest. But yeah, Dodgers money line, Toronto, Chicago, under eight and a half runs. And that's going to do it for this episode of Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. I am Gary and Thorne, and I will catch you guys later.